Barancourt's radio network is now available on Anchor.fm. You can subscribe to our podcast either through Anchor or one of its many affiliates, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Now, enough of the bullshit. Here's the podcast. Discovered because she made me just say that now. And Ryan. Still. 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 Rocking Rotten Corpse Radio. This yeah. is Ryan from the Casket Cast. And we're still here. We're coming to you not so live from Portland. But I did something different and new. And you have to talk about it. And I have to talk about you it. You need to hear about this. I'm going to be in a movie. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. And I wasn't in the movie for my acting talent, sadly. They didn't even care about my acting talent. As in the movie purely because I'm fat. They needed a fat guy in the movie. So I, I'm the fat guy in the movie. It's your first typecast. It's my first typecast. Congratulations. There we go. I am forever going to be the yeah. fat guy in the movie. I, I thought it was funny when our friend was like... Oh hey, I saw this ad on Craigslist and they need a fat guy and I thought of you and I just about die laughing when I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> so the movie is called I Need You Dead and that's pretty much all I know about it, honestly. I don't know uh, a lot about the movie and what's going on. Mm-hmm. The, they do apparently have an IMDB page. I haven't looked it up yet. Yeah. Uh, it's... What what I saw I, I don't want to give anything away from the movie, uh, from what I saw, but it looks like you know there's, it's kind of like. I could be totally wrong, but it seems like a horror slasher movie at the same time. Yeah. You know, a horror movie about something going wrong and lots of people dying. Um, you got a new shirt out of it. I got a new shirt. Yeah, I got a new shirt. I'm wearing it right now. This is my movie shirt, and the reason I'm wearing it is because it fits. Um, but yeah, and uh, it, it's, uh, it was a paid gig, so as soon as they're done with the production, I'll get paid, and I'm going to use Yay. that, hopefully, as one of my SAG requirements. Yay. Nice. Yeah. 
So yeah, that and was that was really cool. For all those people who do not know, can you uh, talk a little bit about what a SAG requirement is? SAG is Screen Actors Guild, and I'm I'm I want to do voice work in union shops and the guild shops, yeah. and so in order to be able to do that, I need to get my uh, SAG AFTRA card. Hmm. And I don't know what AFTRA stands for, but SAG is Screen Actors Guild. And so I need three, three, uh, three separate. Brian's looking it up. In, yeah, three separate. <laughs> requirements? Three separate jobs that I can use for requirement. So, so the AFTRA is the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. Ah, there we so go. So for anybody who's interested in knowing about that, uh, the Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, also known as SAG-AFTRA, uh, is a labor union representing over six, 160,000 films and, yep. uh, and television actors. That's like yeah, because I, I contacted uh, Bethesda hmm. to see about you know what the requirements were for doing voice work for the new Elder Scrolls, yeah. Elder Scrolls Six. And they said, uh, we're a guild shop, so you have to have your SAG card. And I'm like, okay. So uh, I've got to work on that if I want to do some of the voice work for... So you have two more to do. Hopefully two more, two more jobs. Yeah. Got it. Hopefully. I'm not 100% certain that this one will fit a requirement. But it was really cool uh, seeing, being on the inside of a movie set. I mean, even if it, it, it is an independent production, yeah. but uh, being on the inside, seeing how everything works, you know, the the director and whatnot is calling for the grips and, and the, you know, uh, and the, the keys and whatnot to get everything set up. And it, when, uh, uh, it, it, it was, I know it was a small production, so... I, I'm sure the bigger productions are larger and more things going on, but yeah, yeah. it was definitely a neat thing to be to be on the inside of, mm-hmm. um, and not at all uh, intimidating or or I wasn't nervous. That was something that I wondered if I was going to be nervous about doing the movie. I wasn't nervous at all. Well, yeah, you uh, got to have food. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why don't you tell us about your scene? I I I, could, I don't want to give it away. Well, they got to find out who you are. Well, the, I'm the fat guy in the movie. They'll know who I am when they see the scene. <laughs> yeah, I got I, I had no speaking lines, but I did have to burp repeatedly. <laughs> and if you want to get a little, I, I think that did they show you at all in um, the Comic Con video where um, where you're being, or you know, where you where we're at the panel for. Um, Damn, I can't remember his name right now. John Barman? John Barman, yeah. No, no. The, the videos that are on there, you don't see me at all. Hmm. So, But you hear my voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you hear my voice. And, you know, that was one of the things that I think uh, that they were interested in when they were talking to me, everybody who was coming up, the other actors and whatnot. Hey, which part are you doing? And I'm like, I'm doing this part. And it's like, oh... Is this your first thing? Well, no, I'm, I'm voice acting and stuff. And they're like, oh, really cool. And so, you know, it was uh, the, the interactions all on the crew and the set was really neat. And 
it was oh, to me it was a positive experience and it makes me wonder if I can branch out you know per John Barrowman's advice take whatever comes you know yeah. try and do whatever happens so yeah. if I do get other things that want me to 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 do movies and stuff and or you know other than voice work yeah you know because for sure there's been a lot of like big name actors that we've seen in other films and projects where they're almost literally in the background yeah um you know they're not really in the forefront they're not the main character they're not even like sometimes they're an extra you know and yep i think that's probably where you know i mean a lot of the bigger names got their stuff. I remember like the first time I ever saw Samuel Jackson in a movie he, he's only got five minutes of screen time and he gets killed and, <laughs> and that was a death, and that was Death by Temptation so if you ever if you ever seen that it's an old school trauma movie came out in the early 90s and I I want to believe that the film was like filmed in the late 80s or whatnot. So definitely feels dated I'm going to segue from there in a moment however I the thought did occur to me for Axel here his mantra from now on was is going to be WWJD JBD what would John Barman do Yeah that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of you know what would John Barman do Yeah and it all, and it also kind of goes and it kind of ties into his lifestyle too take it, it does it does yeah. it really does tie into his lifestyle <laughs> well at least what he talks about yeah. and everything so yeah. yeah And then to segue with Ryan's comment about Samuel J. Jackson, uh, yes, I just screwed up his name. Sorry about that, Mr. Jackson. <laughs> but funny enough, on Netflix, there's this movie called Unicorn, Sto- Unicorn Store with Samuel L. Jackson and the late uh, Brianna Larson, is it? For, Brie, uh, Larson. Brie, Brie Larson. Brie Larson yeah. for Captain Marvel. Which I thought was hilarious because we recently saw Captain Marvel. And they're both in it, yeah. And they're, they're both, both in this unicorn store in Netflix. <laughs> and if you haven't seen Samuel Jackson, sparkly strings attach his hair and pink and a really flamingo pink outfit, now is your chance. Yeah, because it's kind of fun because, like, <laughs> um, like with uh, Tessa, you know Tessa Thompson and uh, Chris Hemsworth, you know the, when, mm-hmm. you know after doing Thor Ragnarok, they also appear in the new Men in Black, you know the Men in Black yeah. International. So it's kind of fun that you know now we, we we're seeing other actors who shared screen time together, yep. sharing you know, d- you know exactly. different moments in a different project. Well, that, I mean that used to be the way it was. Mm-hmm. I mean when two actors and uh, actresses had chemistry on screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Complete movies were written just for them. Like Gina Davis and... Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. Um, I can't even remember his name now. Uh, um, Julia Roberts and... Uh, there's Julia Roberts and the guy that did Pretty Woman, and then they also did a couple other movies together. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, Richard Gere. Yeah, Richard Gere. Gere. They did Runaway Julia Bride. Robert. But, I mean, you, you go back even farther into the black and whites. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I mean, the old, uh, you know... Oh, oh, sorry. Grace Kelly and uh, somebody else. Doris Day. And Dor- Doris Day. What's his name? <laughs> Doris Day and what's his name? Yeah, <laughs> Doris Day and what's his name? There we go. Um, another one could be... Uh, let's see. Uh, the, I'm pulling up a list, but these aren't really... This isn't really a good list, because it's just showing the characters that were played, not the actual actors who played them. Um... I guess, uh, 
No, because they didn't have reoccurring roles together. Because, yeah, some of this list sucks. I take it back. <laughs> That's okay. But, I mean, yeah, but back in the day, yeah, yeah, movies yeah, yeah. were written just for Specific. those actors. With those actors in mind. Mm. Which is not something that they do anymore nowadays. Now, right now, we're in the the year of... What did uh, uh, Kevin Smith put it? We're in the year of the reboot. And it, it, yeah. it kind of sucks. It does, for the most part. I mean, it really does. We went and saw Hellboy, so oh, we're going to review God. Hellboy. And I really wish I just changed my mind and did Avengers. Um, Why? Yeah, we had a choice, Avengers or Hellboy. We saw Hellboy first. Um, but the new Hellboy movie, I liked it. It was okay. And I'm saying it like that. It was Okay. So it's okay to go with the GPCs and decide not to get the Marlboros. Instead, maybe later get the box of cigars, <laughs> Avengers, Endgame. And yeah. <laughs> it was okay. Uh-huh. The actor did an okay job. The, I mean, honestly, though, I mean, the movie was 70% fight scene. Yeah. It really and was. And very gruesome. Oh, and, and gory and bloody. Yes. I Ryan mean, would probably put 100% on the gore. It needs to go in the <laughs> Ryan's gore corner. Yes. Because it was, it was, you know, for gore, it was over the top. Uh, Milo. As gory. What's her name? Uh, uh, Mila. Mila. Uh, Mila Jovovich. Yeah, the one yeah, that Jovovich. did Resident Evil. Yes. She plays the bad guy in this one, the sorceress. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, she's barely wearing, well, she's kind of wearing more than what she usually has been doing lately. <laughs> but, yeah. Um. But what? Hey, kinda... I don't mind when Mila doesn't wear anything. That's fine by me. Oh yeah, yeah. What kind of destroyed it for me is I really love the actor from the previous Hellboys. Yeah, he did an Ron awesome Ron job. Ron Perlman. Yep. Ron Perlman did an awesome job. This guy, like, I've noticed there's been some strings of it. I've noticed that Hollywood's been doing this where they've been trying to do some uh, bringing some comedy into the actors yeah and I kind of feel like they're dumbing him now yeah so it's kind of like they took like some kind of um, like they're basically just taking the tongue-in-cheek route with them yeah kind of like kind of like what they did with uh, Ant-Man yeah exactly exactly. he wasn't a badass anymore and I'm sitting going where's the badass guy from the previous ones yeah because the thing that really gets me especially when I saw the preview for it and I really want want to see this movie I don't care if we have spoilers in this episode because (laughs) I am so about spoilers Um, but you know David Harbour you know being a good comedic actor even on like you know Stranger Things and some of the other projects he's done the look he actually has in this movie more better represents how he looks in the comic book series, especially the the original series where um, I think uh, a good place to go from this Hellboy movie would to be to go to the newer comic that uh, was done where Hellboy goes to Mexico to be in a pro wrestling match with Frankenstein. That, which that, he does. That could, which he kind of does in the movie. He does? He in actually does that? Yeah, but oh, wow. with a vampire instead it turns of out to be, oh. It turns out to be his previous partner. That yeah, guy. it was the previous partner who got changed into a vampire. But, oh, yeah. But they do have a lucha match. So <laughs> Okay. Yeah, they yeah. actually do some of the wrestling lucha. Oh, that's kind of, that's fun. Okay, so, um, um, so, so yeah, it would have been better if they had just done it. I also so. found the, I kind of felt like he was I hate to say fat, but I kind of felt that way. Like, they never did... So, all they did is painted the back. So, you saw the curves of his hips, which didn't match the front. Yeah. So, it made it really wonky. Yeah, he was one of those people that when, (laughs) you know, he gets the abs... 
when he you know got his six pack, they poofed out a little more. I would think that a lot of it probably has to do with the fact that if you compare the two actors, David Harbour has dad bod, Ron Perlman is still fucking jacked. He is still <laughs> just yes. you know jacked. But so yeah, I mean, and I did feel he played. I think the best way for me to describe his playing was he was a whiny little bitch. Yeah, constantly they, whined. Yeah, his ass. he wasn't. Mm. He 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 did whine through the movie uh, about things. Well, that would be a Hellboyism because he because Hellboy was a complainer in the other ones too. Yeah, yeah, but this was more like almost ready to but throw a tamper. The thing is, is that the thing that I the difference between the first movie because I mean the Golden Army, eh, that was only okay too. That was more of a Guillermo del Toro special effects, um, you know, yeah. fetish thing. But bet- between the two Hellboys, and this was a reboot. You know, mm-hmm. it was a solid reboot. It w- it wasn't a continuation or anything like that. And you know, they they killed off his dad all over again. They just did it in a different way. But between the first two, the first one felt more like the paranormal defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bureau of Paranormal Defense and Research. It, it 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 felt more like that where you know they've got okay we're going into this situation what have we got all right so far this is what we know this is the research that we're pulling up for you as Hellboy is wading his way through and then the bad guys show up and he's fighting the bad guys and he's still got somebody in his ear telling him okay now the, you know this bad guy you do, you know this particular thing okay. Well, they didn't do that at all in the new movie. Mm. I mean, he was pretty much a loner. He didn't have the team. He kind of did. It's just... uh, So in this one, they did have a slight... He builds a slight team, and then they become a team in the end. Yeah, they become a team Uh, in the end. But he, you know, he he was... It it just didn't... It didn't feel the same as the other movie. No. It wasn't as exciting. I mean, it was just... It, I think they were hoping the movie would play off of its visual effects is really kind of how I feel about it. The only mm. thing I liked about it was I did like it being a little darker, somewhat realistic to an extent, because they do have a lot of realistic to the makeup and realistic to like the big giant giants and stuff like that. They had a lot of realisticness to them. Yeah. So I like that. And I like some of the darker stuff and the darker, you know, style magic. But otherwise, storyline was really flat to me. Yeah. They added King Arthur. Which, yeah, they made huh. Hellboy a, a descendant, descendant of King Arthur. Brought Merlin in. Wow. That kind of destroyed me. I'm like... Really? And I, I, do have to, I do have to say something about one of the particular scenes. Well, you know, because the, the group that decides to portray Hellboy and try and kill him. They're like, they bring him over on the pretense that they need his help fighting three giants. and This is actually funny. And so they go to the place where the three giants are, and it's like, all right, you've basically brought him over on the pretense to fight three giants, and then you're going to try and kill him. You don't go to the spot where the three giants have just been feeding and are lurking around because any commotion that you make is bound to draw the three giants to you, and then boom. <laughs> Which is exactly what happens in the movie. It's like, oh, it's you like, actually did need oh, me like, after all. Yeah, that, that's his line. It's like, oh, I guess you guys did need my help. And it's like after the giants kill off all the guys trying to kill off Hellboy, it's like, okay, 
you don't you no that was and you use Hellboy to help you and then you kill Hellboy yeah I mean if you're gonna go really after three giants you don't try and kill your big gun right there before you face the giants mm. I did enjoy watching Hellboy use a big uh, giant uh, sword yeah, that was yeah. entertaining. He uses one of the giant swords. And so. it wasn't just grab and do that. No, he actually, you he, 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 he did he the realistic to... hefting and then do, 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 and then do. That's <laughs> So it was actually yeah. realistic to a point. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So that part was cool. So, um, and I, I guess, uh, you know, there have been a lot of weird mixed reviews about Hellboy 2 coming out, um, even before the movie was officially launched, you know, by a lot of the um, different horror media outlets out there, like, doing, you know, some reviews on it without giving away anything. And uh, even BloodyDisgusting.com kind of said, if you don't watch it for anything, horror fans, watch it for the gore. Yeah. For everybody else, though, it doesn't really work. And, you know, especially when you're trying to... You're trying to plan it out for, you know, a big launch. You want as many eyes who are unfamiliar with the product to come and see it. You don't want to treat them to blood and guts, blood and guts, because when you do that, then it sets a precedent for what the next movie could be like, and you'll lose numbers. Yep. Um, the, only, the only time that ever works is if... You know you're going you're going to watch a war movie, or you know you're going to watch a horror film. Mm-hmm. Those are the only times it works. Um, um, they did open up to the ending of the adding Abe Sapien. Yep, Abe oh, Sapien. Oh, that's great. Yes, yeah. they did add that. They were adding that towards the end, so definitely watch. If you don't know who Abe stuff. Sapien and he's Ichthyo Sapien, he's a fish man, mm-hmm. and he was in the first and second Hellboy movies with Ron Perlman, and uh, they he wasn't in this one. But they, at the very end, they showed them finding him originally. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So that's going to be interesting. If they do another one, I don't know if yeah. they made another one. Definitely, if you yeah. have a choice between Hellboy and Avengers, don't make our mistake. Watch Avengers first. Watch Avengers first. Yeah, because you always, I mean, because you always want to dive into an Oreo cookie before you just eat a slice exactly. of cake. You know, before you just it go into the, the cake. Depends on the cake, I think. Ice cream cake, I would go first, then an Oreo. (laughs) I'm sorry, ice cream trumps the Oreo. Yeah. Dark chocolate trumps every, well, dark chocolate, and then unless it's vanilla bean with the nice little chocolate uh, sauce that hardens with cold, Mm. that's awesome. That sounds good. Um, All right, so before we leave this, um, this was uh, something that was actually posted um, on CNN's website a couple days ago. Uh, a Tennessee movie theater changed Hellboy's name to Heckboy just for its sign. And <laughs> so, so, um, so basically, uh, nice. so what ends up happening is um, this movie theater in uh, Tennessee, um, they didn't exactly name, or I think it's the, the Roxy 8 movie theater in uh, Dixon, Tennessee, um, which is actually a CNN affiliate, so I guess they do a lot of like, yeah. cross-promotional stuff. This movie theater is actually located right across the street from uh, elementary school. Oh. So not to so give off the, the, the bad impression of Hellboy, you know, and, yeah. you know, concerned parents or everybody else coming out to, the, you know, to, to protest. That's it cute. didn't happen. Of course, among those, among those, or among that film, um, this theater was also playing uh, Dumbo, Little, or I think it's, yeah, the movie Little, um, Breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have Three PG movies right in a row. Um, Heck boy. 
<laughs> La Lorlana or La Lora? Um, Lorelai. La Lorna. Um, it's a new horror film that's out. So oh. there's that. It's Heckboy. I, I like the fact that Heckboy still has that R rating. Yeah. Right at the very end. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Um, Shazam, uh, Missing Link, and Pet Cemetery. And we did see Shazam too. Did we review Shazam last time? No, no, we, no, we were supposed to do no, that this no. time. We also saw Shazam. And if we had the money to see Avengers, we could have done that this movie. And so it had to be the next too. time. So we'll talk about Shazam too. Yes. Shazam was also okay. Yes. Oh. It was not. Probably expect a lot of people probably would expect more just because of the weird comedic trailer. Well. It was funny. I mean, don't get me wrong. It, the The movie was funny. Had a lot of funny scenes in it. Had a lot of good, you know, new superhero trying to figure out his powers and stuff like and that. And you're 14 years old. And yeah. you're 14 years old. <laughs> I mean, it, it. I mean, I heard. I literally heard somebody say as we were leaving. You know, that was just basically big with superpowers. Basically, you know, the movie Tom Hanks <laughs> big yeah. with superpowers. Yes. I mean, and it, it kind of really was. The problem I had with it that's, is that that's kind of what I expected to be. Yeah, and it kind of is. And the problems that I had is that they didn't, they, again, the whole dumbing down the character Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Because if you watch or read any of the, watch any of the animated series that had Shazam in it, like Mm -hmm. uh, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. uh, And the Shazam animated movie. Uh, as and you know anything that he was in animated, one of the powers of Shazam, and they even say it in the Shazam live action movie, is that he gets the wisdom of Solomon. So he's not supposed to be this dumb little kid all the time throughout the movie. Yeah. But in this movie, he's a he's the little kid, yeah. even in the big body, all throughout the movie. It's like they didn't, you know, they they just. You know, he could fly, he's got super speed, he's got super strength, he's bullet immune. He's got bullet immunity! Um, You're dead. Yeah. (laughs) I love that scene. Yeah. And, (laughs) but they didn't betray any of, you know, nothing of the wisdom of Solomon. In fact, they even had a scene in the movie where the wisdom of Solomon totally would have come into play, but they didn't use it. It was still a 14-year-old trying to tell more of a, a, a 19-year-old how she should, you know, feel about her life. Wow. And it was a 14-year-old's attitude. And it was, you know, that's right there. That scene would have been the perfect yeah. way of displaying the wisdom of Solomon. But I did like the fact that, I guess I, guess I do agree with Axel to a, to a point that, yes... They really dumbed him down. However, yeah. in the beginning, when he starts learning the powers and doing what typical 14-year-olds would do with a power, I did like that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I liked the movie. It was okay. It The the, the learning and the growth, you know, the whole growth thing as the hero, you know, they did a good job on that part, except they didn't develop all of Shazam's mm-hmm. powers. Yeah. They just... They, they they made him stay the kid throughout the whole thing. It's kind of like they it's kind of like they basically took like took a DC property and kind of gave him the Spider Man treatment, where like you know like with every new Spider Man film that's ever come out, whether it was the one with Tobey Maguire, or the one with Andrew Garfield, or the one with um, I can't remember who did the, the voice British for actor, him, but the one who did the voiceover for uh, the Miles Morales character in the in, in the yeah. newest one. 
um, where they always do that like learning, you know, that whole building mantra mm. where he's just kind of fucking up, fucking up, fucking up, and then all of a sudden he gets it. Yeah. At some point, and maybe they just do that to you know just so they can hook in the younger audience so they have an identifier. But I, and as a film device, that's kind of yeah. shitty. But for everybody, you know, I mean, because it's it's an easy go to, but for everybody else who's going to the movie to see something that resembles the comic book, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And it sucks that the that those are the people that are having to suffer the most. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, they all have kids. I've them. never seen the comics, <laughs> nor of, have I really watched a movie with Shazam in it. So yeah. I was probably that third party that's like whatever. And I even agree to a point. It was, I mean, it had it was funny. Like I said, I like the part where he's learning all kinds of how to work with his powers with yeah. his friend and doing all these funny things and stuff but I don't like the fact that it's constantly throughout the movie yeah. and he has to get to the point where yes his the wisdom part needs to kick in the other problem that I had was that they created a Black Adam like character that wasn't the Black Adam huh. and for those who don't know uh, Black Adam in the Shazam comic books is another person who has access to the same powers as Shazam, uh, but he's a bad guy. Uh, he and this is what they did. But they did the the difference mm-hmm. is that in this one, they took what the Shazam, what the wizard Shazam was guarding, and that's what the guy got a hold of to get his powers. Which okay. then he gets the powers of the gargoyles, which actually is what's protecting him. The seven deadly sins. He yeah. gets the powers of the seven deadly sins. Mm. And so they make a Black Adam-like character who's not the Black Adam. So that was another disappointing aspect of the movie for me. It's like, if you're going to make the Black Adam character, make the Black Adam character. And, you know... The Rock might not have been available. That's what... <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know, but... I mean, the actor that did the, did the character awesome did, did an awesome job. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, as bad guys go, it was kind of you know the whole thing is like, yeah, I'm the bad guy, and I'm going to kill you now. No, I'm not going to explain anything. I'm just going to fucking <laughs> kill you. Boom, you're dead. And then he goes and gloats to his dad. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, dad. Um, yeah, am I good enough now? Okay. Well, now that you know that I have all this power and, you know, as an as a child you, you know, bitch slapped me around. I'm going to go now. Oh, by the way, Gluttony, you can have my dad. <laughs> you know, and you know, he does I mean, he does a really good job of being the bad guy for the movie. Yeah. He does. He's just not the Black Adam. Mm. Even though he was a Black Adam like character. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, the movie's okay. It's it, it was worth the watch in the theater, at least as far as I'm concerned. It's not worth going to see repeatedly in the theater. Yeah, um, so, I know for me, like I mean, just from watching the previews for myself personally, I haven't seen the movie nor have I nor did I know anything about the comic books until you started telling us about them on previous shows. Yep. <laughs> so I I did I had no background information whatsoever, and just as a casual viewer um, who's not a big comic book guy. Unless it's a horror comic or something similar, um, this is definitely it was definitely something that looked really fun just to want to watch in the theater. It, 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 it it's a fun. It, it's literally. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say it again. It's big with superpowers. Yeah, because it's, it's really what it is. Because it really seems like a big de- like a like well not to use the word big but it seems like a really huge departure 
uh, from what we've been seeing, especially from like the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. and whatnot. And mm-hmm. considering that we haven't really got too many DC properties that were truly decent, like there's aspects of like Suicide Squad that were cool. There was aspects of um, Justice League that were that were mm-hmm. cool. There's um, aspects there's... of the Superman movies that were cool. Um, only really with the Batman series, but just the first two, and um, you know, with the last two films they put out, you know, Wonder Woman and Aquaman. I, yeah, I mean, except for Wonder Woman and Wonder uh, Woman and Aquaman blew box office away. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I'm not big on Aquaman as a lot of people are. I preferred Wonder Woman and Justice League. Those were really the only two I really liked out of the entire DC world I mean, that they've come up with so far. And that's just because a lot of it's their directing. I don't like the directing, the yeah. directors that do, or the way that they, the directors, have, directors and producers are doing it. I just don't like it. Yeah. Aquaman was my only killer buzz. Was it did the whole, here's the male, here's the female character, and they're working together kind of storyline. It was all the kind of lame. It's the yeah. same thing over and over again. That yeah. was like, eh, whatever. Well, and I read an article. Uh, shortly after Aquaman came out that uh, the DC universe is going to stay away from the group movies like the Avengers for the DC heroes and whatnot because they've found greater success with the one-offs like Aquaman and Wonder Woman. So for now, they're not saying they won't do another Justice League uh, but for now they're going to focus on the one-offs like that that have been giving them success uh i mean suicide squad 2 is still coming out yeah and i think that's probably the most groups that sassy probably had suicide squad 1 yeah that was that as a group dc Mm -hmm. oh it was it was certainly better it was better than justice league yeah Yeah. i only had one issue with that one and that was i did not see the reason why they had to introduce was it dreadlock uh is it deadlock uh, or uh, Deadshot. Deadshot. They introduced Deadshot and um, I'm basing on her name. The girl, Joker's girlfriend, Harley Quinn. Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. They introduced him, the, both of them twice, and I felt like they didn't need to because in the beginning they have they show both him and her, and then they go into the black lady talking about all the characters, mm-hmm. and I kind of felt like the first two parts before the black hoodie was talking about the uh, characters was not needed. Otherwise, it was a good movie. I think my major complaint about Suicide Squad was um, there was not enough Joker. Mm-hmm. Because it, it felt like the movie, because of how much it kind of showed as a relationship thing mm-hmm. between the Joker and Harley Quinn, it really kind of felt like like the Joker was just kind of in there just for just for the fuck, you know, just for um, fuck's sake, you know. Like, well, I think the it was Joker, more of the background of Harley. Yeah, he was kind of a background character, and it, he felt like he needed to be there more to kind of be be that like thorn in her side that okay. she doesn't know she has, you know. Like, uh, well, yeah, I I don't know because the animated Suicide Squad movie that uh, I saw. The Joker was also a background character in that. Oh, yeah. But through Harley's actions, even though it's it looks like she's trying to kill him, she actually sets him free mm-hmm. in the animated one. Huh. So, uh, 
by accident or on purpose, you don't know. They leave it. They yeah, leave it up yeah. to 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 the viewer to decide whether or not Carly missed on purpose, which allowed the Joker to escape, or whether she missed, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, Suicide Squad, as far as I was concerned, was actually the the best DC movie that had been out in a while. Yeah. So, DC, if you're listening, go evil. No, <laughs> Go because back. Aquaman and Wonder Woman were also kick-ass. Well, I'm talking about as a group. And um, uh, and kind of going into this whole DC going evil, <laughs> we're gonna forward uh, to uh, there was a press release that was um, that was issued earlier in the week. Now, if you're listening to this episode, this actually came out last week, and and if you're listening to this episode way late, then weeks before, but. Um, many of the out or news outlets, uh, whether it was IGN, even like a lot of horror news, because of who was in this, um, the announcement of the Swap Thing series that's going to be coming out, and the, the guy they actually series? pegged to be Swamp Thing is none other than horror movie um, heavyweight Derek Mears who is best known for the Hills Have Eyes remake 1 and 2, because he's in both of them, and Friday, the Friday the 13th remake. And he's also been in several other films um, as random characters. Doesn't Has not done too much in the way of like acting, as far as like you know playing a full-on character. This will be kind of different to see him as the lead. Um, but he looks kind of cool in, in, some, in one of the screenshots that they showed of what he'll look like. I didn't know they were rebooting Swamp Thing. Yeah. I didn't know either. Reboot, reboot, reboot. <laughs> yep. Because there was a, in the 90s, there was a Swamp Thing series. Early yeah. 90s. Early 90s. Oh, Swamp I remember. Thing. And the movie. That and the movie, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Those are hard to watch. Yeah. Especially when you go back and watch them because they were so terrible. So absolutely terrible. Um, also, we are to believe that Orville season ended. Yep, possibly. the Orville season ended, and they ended with the best episode of yes. the Orville yet. Mm. It yeah, was you, a really kick-ass no, episode. No. Do you want to know? No, I'm no, you you can spoil it. Yeah, you can totally it was, spoil it. Okay, so it was kind of so I'm gonna they watch didn't, it later. Anyway. They didn't make it a two-part episode. They didn't do the to be continued. So you didn't know. It was kind of a surprise that the last episode was a continuation of the previous episode, you had no clue. Uh-uh. Well, I mean, I kind of did. I mean, I kind of would have expected that because yeah, um, just by the way the last one, or the previous one ended, the one tomorrow. So you did tomorrow. see the one. Yeah, yeah. we're okay. um, saw tomorrow tomorrow. Yeah, we're um, you're, we're basically. Uh, but here's the thing: in that entire episode of tomorrow tomorrow tomorrow, they made it sound like, well, is this an alternate timeline? Or is this the original timeline? Or is this a new timeline? And you remember, he, you know, Mercer... And, and so you had... And he's like, you know, temporal physics. I'm give you yeah. a headache. You know? <laughs> so you had absolutely no idea if when she goes back in the end and makes that tiny little change, because of how they obscured yeah. the possibility of it... So honestly, when the new episode shows up, you're like, and Heather said it. She's like, "Wait, did we miss an episode?" Because they literally, ha- it was like, "Wait, weren't they on space on their ship?" Yeah, now and I, they weren't. Now I don't know what happened, but let me tell you what I think should happen or should have prob- possibly happened. 
Um, I almost expected that the Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Tomorrow episode was going to be the season finale. I actually thought that that was going to be the season finale. And the nope. following season was going to be the captain of the Orville as Kelly. And Mercer was maybe an ensign, like running, running, you know, the, nope. running the thing alongside his buddy. And because it feels like without her, he would have never gotten into that position. That is, that is true. He, he that, never, that is he correct. He would have never pushed himself, but, if you remember the older episodes. No, there actually and, was... But they, 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 they went more extreme than that. Yeah. So, because Ed Mercer wasn't the captain of the Orville during the Kalon incident, the Kalons actually wiped out most of the universe in nine months. Oh, my God. So, basically, <laughs> the yeah. way Kelly described it oh was... Oh, my God. Yeah. Because they never had a relationship... They never really knew each other except for that one date. So she never, so she didn't feel, so they never cheated. They never got married. Never, she never cheated. They never got divorced. She never felt guilty and gave him and recommended him as captain. Yeah. So when, and then the doctor followed him originally. So she never came on to Orville, who never had the relationship with Isaac. Yeah. That was also the other yeah, key point. It was a cascade effect of and, because they never had the second date. Yeah. Yep. So So uh basically this is the aftermath of what would happen if Kelly literally said no to a second date. Yeah, because like I mean cuz that 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 guy kind of got pushed into her too because like after having the date with Mercer and then right before she's going to get sent back the last thing he says to her is I apologize for anything that I'm gonna or that I'm about to do. Yeah. Why would she want to even think about having that happen to her? You yeah. Know, that you know, uh-huh. I, you know, as a yeah. as a person, you know, you just yeah. wouldn't want. I mean, that, that was her explanation. I was trying to save us both all of the pain. Yeah. And then the universe ended. <laughs> <laughs> and then you realize, oh, and the funny thing is, they actually get back together. Um, the al- the alternate timeline. The alternate timeline. They hook up in the alternate timeline. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. So, so, like, so we're so we're so we're no longer a part of the regular timeline. Yep. Now that timeline's gone. No, it's well, it comes yeah. back in the end when it she comes back they in fix the, end. the oh, issue. Okay. They fix it. They fix it. Yeah. Yeah. She oh, actually wow. ends so, up. They end up fixing the memory wipe. They, they, they. Yeah. They. Oh, they. Fun. They do a very Star Trek reason why it didn't take effect in the first place. <laughs> And they do a very Star Trek fix. But wait a minute, hold on. Are we introducing a new character in this episode? No. Damn oh, it! Because I want. I, I was gonna say. Me. I was gonna say something like. No, Q. don't don't. I was, we're not gonna oh, give that one away. I was gonna say something like. Q. People, if you haven't seen the last episode of Orville and love Orville, definitely watch it because there is somebody that comes back. There is a little bit of surprise. Somebody comes back. Oh, Laura comes back. Oh, see, sorry, I got too <laughs> excited. <laughs> yeah. Yep, uh, she comes back. Well, of course she does because she's yeah. da- she's dating Seth MacFarlane in real life. <laughs> oh, is she really? Yes. Nice. Oh, I didn't know that. Lucky bastard. Uh, <laughs> well, I'd be lucky if I knew those. But um, uh, what's I'm sorry, funny, I, Adriana Palicki. That is. Yeah. Nah. What's funny my... about the whole thing though is when she you're watching other... this. Is she related to the other Palicki? No. I was almost thinking it was the maybe she might have been related or married to no, one and of the guys from. Uh, she is now. Here's it's Adriana Palicki. Yeah. And then Jared Padalicki. Oh, Padalicki. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, 
That's a lot of people. Uh, I've I've heard a lot of people do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not just me. Um, <laughs> what was funny about this whole episode in the beginning that confuses at least me. I don't know about Axel. Was it's literally two guys in a snowsuit digging out a trying what to save. What looks like a microwave. Yeah, yeah. 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 it looks like a microwave. It looks like why what? are they trying to save a microwave? <laughs> it was one of the food replicators, yeah. but it looked like a microwave. And then once you realize, oh, it's a food replicator, okay, and then you're like, like, why are they oh, searching for... Oh, and I want food? one of the masks. Oh, those masks <laughs> were cool. But yeah, it was by far the best Orville episode yes. yet. Oh, I think yeah. for time for time, the time thing, timeline stuff, they actually did yeah. a really good job in it. Well, um, one thing I could say about this season as a whole uh, minus the episode I have not seen yet is how much Star Trek nostalgia they are throwing at you oh yeah like snowballs <laughs> yes and, and they're coming in like really big horky snowballs too not like fast like quick snowballs like you would nope. expect and they're just like being tossed at you one after the other and you don't see them coming and then the moment they hit you you're like holy shit I can't believe they put her in there I yep. can't believe they put this guy in there. Yep. I can't believe these people mm-hmm. are here. Oh my well, God. we knew from WizardCon yeah. that Marina Siridus was going to be in Orville. Yeah. Because she talked about it. She yeah. didn't tell us what she was going to be. Yeah. But she did talk about it in, in her panel. Who was she again? Marina Siridus played Counselor Troy yeah, in Star Trek. Yeah, what did she do? Yeah, she Orville? was the school She teacher. was the school teacher on the Orville. Yeah. That's right. During the episode where Bordas's uh, son... Oh, that's right. Yeah, was acting that's right, up. That's right. And, yeah. That was a sad episode. I think that was the uh, that was, sanctuary. Yep. Yeah. 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 Was Which I wonder what would happen in the other telling with that. Although oh, Machlis was destroyed, so maybe oh, yeah. they never yep. would have found that. Yeah, Machlis was destroyed. They, they may have not found. Yeah. They, they would have yeah. never got the weapons. Yeah. They yep. would have never got the advanced anything. Yes. Yeah, it was pretty interesting what how they actually did that. Oh, because Callie said no to a second date. Yep. Well, it's the butterfly effect. I mean, and that, and they actually really did. Uh, they really did display the butterfly mm-hmm. effect. And it, for those of you who don't know what the butterfly effect is, it's like you know, if a butterfly flaps its wings, does it set off a hurricane in China? Um, and that's that's kind of the. The, 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 the premise behind it is like one little movement one little change mm-hmm. uh-huh. you could step on a butterfly in the past and that butterfly you know doesn't land on a particular person's food or face or something so that at that moment in time they don't wave and I mean it really just cascades from uh-huh. one minor little detail yeah. like a second yep. date changes the history to where the universe is being wiped out you know and it kind of uh, kind of reminds me of that um, that one uh, South Park episode. I don't know if you ever saw it, um, where Eric Cartman wants the Nintendo Wii, and he decides to freeze himself, and he ends up waking up in kind of like a weird, silly, all atheist Buck Rogers mm-hmm. future. And they even do the episode like Buck Rogers. And there's a couple moments where he finds a time phone, and the time phone is basically a phone that they can use to crank call people in the past. <laughs> and so what he does is he ends up saying a couple of things wrong to a couple of people that ends up fucking with stuff. And then all of a sudden now everything in their future is like completely different. <laughs> and it changes like two or three different times throughout the episode. It's really funny. That's funny. Um, no, I didn't. 
I I stopped watching South Park long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Mm. I can't, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of the other one, the the rooster one. Robot chicken. Yeah, robot chicken. Oh. Every once in a blue moon, we'll run into robot chicken. Oh, robot chicken has some funny <laughs> shit. Oh, man. Yeah, speak, okay, so speaking of uh, galaxies far, far away, how about the uh, trailer that recently came out for the new Star Trek? Or Star Wars, sorry. I haven't Star seen Wars. it. I haven't seen it yet. But we'll have to I... sit down and watch it, for sure. Okay. Okay. Is this, uh, is this Skywalker Rising? Yeah. I honestly haven't seen the second one, so I'm not big on Star Wars. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. (laughs) We preview this trailer. (laughs) You guys got to see this. This is kind of weird. Just watched the preview to episode nine, Rise of Skywalker, which gives you no hints whatsoever about who the Skywalker that is rising is. Yeah, it's probably her. She's the main character. She's just probably rising. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Ben Solo is also a Skywalker. That's true. Yep. 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 And and yeah. 
Ben Solo. Ben Solo. Oh, Kylo ben Ren. Solo. That's right. Kylo Ren. Yep. Yep. That's right. He's 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 uh, Princess Leia's son yep. and Han eh, Solo's son. It. So I got a few thoughts, and there's some other thoughts that I, or some other things that I've been talking with other people online about. I just kind of been, I, I troll other people's uh, posts sometimes and forums, and I'll just go say weird shit to them. Um, one thing that I've been reading that's been um, a, you know been on topic with some things is that the Skywalker, the reference that they could be using for Rise of the Skywalker, could be a terminology they're using to replace the word Jedi. Possibly. Since they've already eliminated that Kylo Ren is not Sith. He's the New Order. So, um, so this could be a new, a new name and terminology for it. And since, you know, the, the last... rise of a Skywalker. Yeah. It could be, yeah, Skywalker replacing the Jedi. Yeah. Um, another, That's an interesting thought. Yeah. And another, and another thing that comes, up, uh, comes to mind, too, I mean, because my original thought when I saw the title was Kylo Ren. That was my first thought. It was yeah. Like, Okay, so he's going to become a good guy. So they're going to have like a double turn where she becomes bad, he becomes good, and then they fight to the death, or he just turns good and, and destroys something else. Doubtful. They hook up, have a kid, you yeah. know, farm, white picket fence. So get, cousins. Get, get super, get super first, weird. First generation cousin. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not cousins. They determined in the second movie that yeah. her oh. parents basically sold her as a slave. Yeah. So she wasn't uh, related to what's his name. Uh-uh. No, she's, she's not related so to Skywalker. She's, she's a garbage can kid. I'm going to say <laughs> yes to your forethought about the Skywalker Jedi. However, yeah. when you think of Skywalker, you think good. So I will replace it with her instead because Disney doesn't think, oh, him as going to be rising as a Skywalker. Yeah. I think it's no, more no, 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 no. I think but, you're but, right about the whole Jedi part, but I think it's going to be her because she's tactically Skywalker's apprentice, right? During the yeah. second one, yeah, when maybe, she's learning our powers, or maybe she refers to the to her new. Exactly. Um, her new because um, she way of Buddhism um, as the Skywalker. Exactly. Like yeah. I think that's more keen to it because one, Disney does not. Disney always sticks to the same stories. They don't really veer off a yeah. lot to stuff like, oh, he's gonna turn. I mean, sometimes they do, but not always. I think they're just gonna stick it to he's still the bad guy and she's still the good guy. My, um, I think he make it the last. The the twice. other the other thing that gets me is that when you watch the trailer all the way to the end, you hear what sounds like Palpatine's laugh. Now, I also kind of had a thought to where maybe somehow, in a weird forced ghosty way, maybe Palpatine does come back. It's and, possible. And maybe he um, is further trying to train Kylo Ren into the ways of the dark side to try to keep that flow going. And maybe he resists. Maybe the Palpatine thing is just an afterthought. Or like, not an afterthought, but maybe just another one of those, like, stunt cast mm-hmm. moments where... He's, and it's possible that yeah. he survived, much like yeah. what people don't know if they they haven't watched like Clone Wars, yeah. the series that Darth Maul survived. Yeah, and uh, and especially if you haven't seen the movie Solo. Yeah, uh, Darth they, Maul was in Solo. Yeah, where they show him at the end. So the other fun thing I saw from the trailer when I was watching it the very first time was I saw Lando Calrissian. In the cock or in the cockpit yep. of the Millennium Falcon with Chewie, thought that scene was kind of funny. First thought I had about that, he's gonna die. 
<laughs> Why? Because we're going to kill off all the old Star Star Wars uh, characters that everybody loved and replace them with brand new ones. Except Chewbacca. Except for Chewbacca, yeah. Well, yeah, you can't kill um, off Chewbacca. Or unless the Millennium Falcon explodes. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, so one thing that could come from having Billy D. Williams in this movie is that maybe, maybe, and this could set them up for maybe another movie so we can kind of rub off the stink of the solo film, maybe he has a flashback moment where he starts talking about something and then the other two people who played them in the solo movie mm-hmm. can come in and yeah. do the flashback. I mean, that could be a fun moment. Or, um, but and there's a big, wide range of possibilities. I still have a weird feeling about them if they do end up referring to the Jedi as the Skywalkers. Or I, I kind of have a weird reservation about that because I just I, it sounds well, dumb. Well, they've made reference to the fact that the Jedi were dead. That's in, right in yeah. the movies. So, I mean, the thought that they the Jedi's becoming yeah. being renamed to the Skywalkers. Yeah. In honor of the last Jedi, and it was almost it was almost um, you know thought that all um, the Jedi texts were burned. It could yeah, also be that she took she his saved name. Some of them, apparently, so oh, did she? That's that, that's the thought people are having. Um, oh, it okay. could possibly be that what not many, actual. What many people have done is taken apprentices have taken have been known to take their mentors' names. Yeah. So it's possible when she um, got. So I never seen the second one because after the first one I was like, nope, I'm done. Yeah. This is stupid. Sorry, Disney, you've been disappointing me for a while now, but. Or I mean, it could but, end up that she's his granddaughter. Or it could be that it's a granddaughter, but I think. And they have a Game of Thrones moment. Yeah. But Incest. Here's what's going to end up happening. They're going to have a fight. The Skywalker theory is going to be probably based off of her. Oh man. And then probably. Towards the end, like the little bit of the five minutes, maybe 20 minutes, the bad guy is going to have the, oh, I should save her Yeah. moment. <laughs> you got to have that moment like you did in the other ones. Oh, and then I she bet cuts off happen. his hand. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> he needs to lose well, a hand. He, he, he definitely hand? won't be her father. Didn't he lose a hand in the first one? No, he's still got his appendages. He's lucky. Wait, we're talking about the... Which Kylo, Kylo Ren. Okay. Yeah, Kylo Ren has not lost a single one. No, win. what did he... In the first one, the fifth, seventh one, something happened to him. Was it his face? He got... Yeah, yeah he, got, he gets a big old blade scratch. He gets, he gets scarred. And okay. then in The Last Jedi, he actually gets it fixed. Okay. So he do, you don't see it as much. Okay. Um, and he destroys his helmet. Um, and if you saw and in the trailer, the trailer he's, he's welding it back, it back, back together. together. Yeah. yeah. And then in the old ones, um, Luke Skywalker did lose a hand, right? Yes. He lost him. So yeah, she yeah. hasn't lost it. Yeah, anything. Vader cut off his hand. Yeah. What a lesson for your dad to teach you. I, I know, know, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, interesting enough, I did have to say that even though I never saw the second one, but I did see the first one, the lady character... She actually, she actually bolted a little bit, I noticed. She's oh, not this time. thin little stick that runs around. Yeah, Daisy Ridley is definitely... Mm, uh, yeah, she's she's fitted it up <laughs> quite a bit. She's probably um, doing CrossFit like a mad for woman. For those who are interested, I'm probably mopping up the drool as he's, as he's talking. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, no, she is, yeah, she's something else now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's possible she had to lose a lot of weight in the first one to act like the starving little yeah, thing I, she is. I, but I, I kind of feel she bulked up in this. I know she bulked up a little bit in the trailer. She could be trying to keep up with her double, too, because mm-hmm. her double, um, who also did uh, 
CG chore choreography and mocapping for the video game Hellblade um, is also a really fit looking woman. And, nice. Yeah, that's possible. So I mean, <laughs> if she's still doing stunt work for her like she did in the first two movies, then yeah, I can well, imagine. And a lot of times I do see actors and actresses when they're on TV and they starting out, they're usually like too thin or too big, yeah. and then they'll literally start buffing up and i want to think too this is maybe just another storytelling thing um you know in the first movie you know or the first of the this series um she was definitely yeah she was a much smaller scrappy you know she's kind of surviving she's just barely eating whatever she can take in by the second movie she kind of looked a little bit more whatever but now her being even though she's not like huge mm -hmm. she's just definitely very much in shape this kind of gives her that look and appearance of, I am powerful. Yep. I am strong. Mm -hmm. Look up to me. I am the hero. Mm -hmm. I'm going to kick somebody's ass. And she probably and does a lot more, like, she probably does a way more martial moves, too, now. Oh, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, uh, I would expect she's going to have the epic lightsaber fight. Yeah. What I find funny, and this is a segue into Thor a little bit, was... So Thor is doing the, the guy that plays Thor is doing the British movie, the Men in Black British version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I find hilarious is, so I've seen him in that, and then I've also seen him in Sleeping Beauty, or that's movie, Snow White movies, yeah. The Hunter. And I'm sitting here going, okay, I can match them because they look both look hulky. Yeah. But when he does the, the Men in Black British, he's not very hulky. No, he's really, he's just And kinda, it's like, is that really him? Almost, yeah. I was like, where's all the muscles? And he was, because in The Hunter, he was actually very bulky in The Hunter one. Yeah. But in this, in this one, he's not. And I'm like, wow, there's this, such a difference. I will say, too, they also had another buddy, not really a buddy moment, but they had another <laughs> moment. Um, in the movie Peter Rabbit, because Donald Gleason and Daisy Rid Ridley are both in that movie. Oh. Daisy does one of the voices of one of the rabbits, and Donald Gleason plays the grandson of the guy who owns the house that all the barns oh, okay. are coming and eating his shit. So, uh, <laughs> so they they do it. There is that moment in there too. There's a little bit of a tie-in. It's kind of funny. Um, they should have also had the guy who played Poe Dameron do a voice too, but I mean, you can only have so much. <laughs> Didn't know, I didn't realize how brutal and sad Peter Rabbit was when I saw oh, it's, it. it. It's got that moment. You just as soon as the as soon as that old man dies, you're like, dude, <laughs> like really? <laughs> and it does get really dark it at does. a couple moments. It really gets dark. It's like holy shit. <laughs> and this is why we're called the Segway Files. <laughs> Ta da! Yep. <laughs> and I think that's going to do it for this edition of the Segway Files. Much oh, indeed. Okay. Oh. Really? Did you have... Oh, I thought you maybe? had a complaint about something. Hold on. Sidewalk. Poop in a bag. Oh! <laughs> Axel had a quick... Uh, yeah, we're not going to be quite done yet. Okay, we need to hear about this. <laughs> because this is one of those... This is my rant for this. Now, I heard the word poop, and I'm This really is the rant of the yeah, month. Yeah, you, you, you heard the word poop. <laughs> this so is the Axel's rant of the month poop. This is the... Yeah, or this, rant of the month. Excuse this me. is the rant of the month. Okay, so right across from our... our our apartment is a par uh, a small little parking lot where uh, they've got like Starks vacuums and Zoom Care and whatnot. Yeah. And um, I was over there because we parked our truck on the other side, and I was walking back, and uh, I dropped something I forget what it was, and I bent over to pick it up, and I looked over to the side on the curb of the parking lot, 
and somebody had picked up after their dog, their dog shit, mm-hmm. put it in the little baggie, yeah. and then left the little baggie on the curb. I'm thinking to myself, if you're going to go through the effort <laughs> of picking up after your dog, why leave it in the little baggie on the curb? Yeah, just take, just pick up the bag because you're not, you're mm-hmm. still not touching shit. You're still just touching the bag, and walk it over to a garbage can. And there, there was one available, but <laughs> I'm like, what is the point of that? I mean, if you're gonna go through all that effort to pick up the shit, <laughs> why leave it in the bag think, on the ground right there on the curb? I think the other thing could be too is. Um, it would have been funny if they had have actually pushed it off the curb so that a street sweeper would eventually have to pick it up. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it is like, and I mean, right before next to the curb is a bunch of, you know, plants and stuff like this. It was just obviously where the dog probably went was in that section of plants. So they had to crawl into, I mean, even further, they had to crawl <laughs> in amongst the plants to pick up after their dog. <laughs> Put it in the baggie, and then just leave the baggie on the curb because, well, they didn't want to take the few extra steps to put it in the trash can. Now, see, that's one thing I love about not living in the city, where I live in more of a suburb-real area, is that even though we are very close to a city, um, is People that we have so much <laughs> natural everything around us that uh, even when you, I mean, when I pick up my dog's crap. And, and even if I do leave it in a spot, like I do, like walk it. All, so a lot of times, what I'll do is I'll walk it over to the end of the block and drop it in that spot. I'll take my dog for a full walk, come right back, pick it up, and then take it over to my garbage can. So mm-hmm. I throw it away in my garbage can. And well, it's so nice of you to do that. And well, it's funny because like one morning while I was doing it, I had some guy actually roll down his window, and they were like parked in traffic, and I was like waiting at the light, and this dude rolls down his window. He's like, "Thank you," and I'm like, "For what? Pick it for picking that up? It was my dog." I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said the same thing to a woman as. We, they, they, they replanted some trees out in front of our apartment and her dog went and took a dump next to one of the trees she bent down and picked it up and I'm like thank you and she's like oh yeah and I was like not a lot of people do that nope no. we had yeah. a lot of complaints here for a while it hasn't been as bad the, this year probably since property management took over different property well, management well once they over. started putting cameras up yeah that and too they can now the city allows you to issue fines mm. to people yep Oh. So, yeah, people in the building Harsh. can get fined for not picking up their dog crap. Wow. That's so. Yes. If you yeah. ever park, if you ever come down to your park near the side streets where there's a pl- bunch of grass, yeah, don't step careful. in it. <laughs> yeah. Puppy landmines all over the place. Yep. The one that always gets me, too, because I'll take my dog late at night sometimes right before I go to bed, and we'll just do a little quick walk around the block just to kind of get it out of the system. Because, you know, he'll pee right in our yard, but then he won't poop. You have to kind of take him around and kind of... He, he wants the constitutional yeah. before the constitutional. Exactly. <laughs> and um, a lot of times when I'm walking down the street and it's really dark on the street I live on at nighttime, because mm-hmm. we have no lighting out there at all. And um, I'm always looking around because every time I go out at night, I always see a cop pass me by. So it's like, <laughs> you have to pick it up. I mean, I will take my phone out there. I'll hit the flashlight on it. I'll look for the shit. And sometimes I'll pick up 
the crap and something else. If I see more crap, <laughs> I'll be like, all right, I'm just going to pick all of it up. Fuck it. And <laughs> just in case. Just in case, yeah, because he could just turn around and like, did you actually pick up that shit? Like, <laughs> I do. I, I picked up not only my dog shit, but days old shit that was just sitting here. Probably squirrel shit. I don't know whose shit this is. <laughs> but yeah, that was my rant. It's like, why the hell... If you're going to go through all the effort to crawl into the bushes, pick up after your dog, and then just leave it on the curb. <sighs> and with that segue, watch Hellboy in the movie theater. You'll be sorely disappointed. <laughs> it's an okay movie. No, it's more of, if you have a choice between Hellboy and Avengers, see Avengers. Avengers first. <laughs> Avengers first. Because I was so... I'm, to this day, still devastated that I did not make that choice. Because I never got a chance to see Avengers. And so, I love the little high I get from watching really good movies. Yeah. And I'm, like, watching Hellboy. And I'm about... I'm, I literally almost fell asleep twice, maybe thrice, during this movie. I got up in the bathroom. <laughs> didn't feel very high about this or satisfied. And then we're, like... Because the seats... Because Oak Grove seats are not meant for big people... Where, like, Axel's like, yeah, I can't really do the Avengers movie because it's three hours long and the seat's going to hurt. And you hear me devastatingly going, (sighs) (laughs) So now I'm all, like, sad and deprived of a movie that I may have liked. So, yep, Hellboy, it's okay. Go see it in the theaters at least once. Shazam, big with superpowers. Go see it at least once in the theaters. And get your ass into the Avengers movie. And get your ass to the Avengers movie. Yeah, don't be like Japan and flood into the theater like Godzilla's outside and they need somewhere to hide. <laughs> Actually, go and take your time. Go get your tickets. Maybe buy them online. Yes. Smooth on into um, the movie theater. Sometimes what we've actually done is, so if you're in Portland, go see Oaks Grove. They are not only cheap. $6 before 6 p.m. Yeah. But... If you're they, a big person, don't go. If you mm. go to... But the good news about them is they don't get crowded. Yeah. Especially during uh, big fl- big things like Avengers. Like, nobody was really in line. Sorry, the background noise was one of my cats deciding to knock over a uh, thing. Trash can. Yes. What a jerk. And, the funny right. thing and is, with that... Yes. We'll let you go for the segue files with Ryan, Heather, and me, Axel. Uh, you can find Axel at The Voice of Axel on Facebook, um, as well as... Do you have a, any other social media nope, for that? just okay. The Voice of Axel. Okay. Um, Your Story Discovered is also on Facebook, and you can find Heather and Liz as uh, they... Your Story Discovered. ...propel their uh, business. You can also find them on Instagram at YS Discovered um, on Instagram. Why? Um, you can also find us on at Rotten Corpse ENT on Twitter as well as Rotten Corpse Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and on Vimeo. Um, you can uh, stay tuned to our podcast that airs on Anchor.fm. If you were not listening to it through there, you were probably listening to it on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, or many of the other platforms that we exist on. And we thank you for listening. Yep and yep. This has been Rotten Corpse Radio.